Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't feel represented in mainstream wedding media, if you haven't been dreaming about your wedding day since you were six years old, and if you don't want to have an Instagram wedding, then you are in the right place. Okay, so on today's episode, we are talking about how to stand up to wedding judgment, how to justify your wedding, how to back up your choices. And this is something that if you're just sort of getting started in the wedding planning world, you might think like, what do you mean wedding judgment? Why would I ever have to justify myself or back up my choices? Um, And it's coming, (laughs) just so you know, it is coming. Uh, The wedding judgment is real. It is out there. It's, um, you've probably heard of mommy shaming, or maybe you've experienced it. There's a lot of, you know, bridal shaming, I'm sure groom and and non-bride and groom shaming as well, but uh, you hear it a lot in groups for brides online, even in real life, just really ugly, horrible stories of people judging other people. There's even like specific Facebook groups for people to like, I forget what it's called, but basically just like posting photos of other people's weddings so you can like shit all over them and say how awful they are. So the wedding judgment is real. And if you haven't experienced it yet, that's really nice. (laughs) Um, But be aware it might be coming your way. And the first thing I want to say about this is you absolutely do not need to justify your wedding to anyone else. The only people who need to be happy with the choices you're making for your wedding are you and your partner. And I mean, probably like the legal bodies in your area, please don't be doing anything illegal, you know, don't be setting fire to to something for your wedding unless it's, you know, a ceremonial burning thing. Anyways, getting getting on a tangent here. But really, the only people you need to make happy are you and your spouse-to-be. And it's just the two of you who need to feel super confident in your own decisions. And you can't try to please everyone because you will drive yourself up a wall and it's impossible. At the end of the day, there will be someone in your life or in your online universe who doesn't love something about your wedding. It's just, it's just the way opinions are. It's just the way things work. You might think, you know, six um, groomsmen is the perfect number. Someone at your wedding might think, oh, you should have just done two. Someone will think, oh, should have had eight, should have had none, should have had 45. You know, there's going to be so many opinions and it is absolutely impossible to please everyone. So I think the most important thing here when you are dealing with that wedding judgment and, hearing people, you know, say things about your wedding, either behind your back or maybe to your face. If you and your fiance are happy with your choice and you feel super, super confident in it, and it's a choice you made because it's, you know, what you really believe in, it's something that's really meaningful to you, it's perfect for your lifestyle, for your budget, for your family, whatever it is. Um, If you two are happy in that choice, then really that's all that matters. You don't need to satisfy anyone else because you're having your wedding for you. And by that, I mean, you know, of course you're having a wedding. Um, And if you are planning to have guests, those people are going to be there. So obviously you shouldn't do anything that's going to really um, upset or hurt them or make them uncomfortable. Uh, You know, don't, don't ask people to like hike uh, up to a really tall mountain in heels in snow and not feed them (laughs) or anything like that. But things like, you know, choosing flowers or choosing um, the colors or choosing the music, things like that, that really people are going to have an opinion just because they're snotty. (laughs) Those things do not matter. And it just matters what you two think. 
So one way to stand up to wedding judgment when you hear it is just to come up with a safe line. And I've kind of talked about this in a few episodes when you start getting all of that wedding advice, when you first get engaged and people come up to you and start asking all these questions and they want to know what you're planning for your wedding and they want to give you, oh, I know the name of a great baker. Oh, my cousin's a florist here. Um, I, I advise just to come up with a line that's kind of like, oh, thanks so much. You know, we're really enjoying our engagement. We haven't started planning. We're just really, you know, celebrating this special moment. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know when things change or you can cut that part. You don't have to say that you'll let them know when things change. So similarly, in this situation, you know, if you're getting some judgment, so let's say, let's go back to the groomsmen example, you've decided to have three groomsmen and you're talking to someone and they're like, oh, I had six and it was awesome. You know, I got to hang out with all my buddies and it looks so good in photos. Look at this, you know, look at these great photos, blah, blah, blah. You should really, you know, should just have some more guys standing up there. It's going to be great. Um, the safe line here is that is so awesome that you did that. I'm, you know, your wedding looked great. Those are great photos. I'm glad you had such a great time. We're really happy with what we're doing. Thanks. <laughs> and that's it. So you can, it's kind of, you know, one of those compliment sandwiches where you sort of start and end with something really happy. So you tell the person that you're super happy for them. So glad they made that decision. So glad they, you know, are love pink flowers. So glad they want to dance to country music, whatever it is. And then just let them know that you're also super excited in your own decision. And hopefully, you know, most people will read the room and understand that, hey, you know what, this is us, like, we're pretty firm in our decision. And on top of just being firm, we're actually really happy about it. So, you know, join us, be happy about it. There's no need to sort of take us down. Um, and hopefully, you know, just having a line like that, that is really firm, and shares your joy, you know, it's not a negative thing where you're saying like, you know, F you, we're never going to do it that way. Um, and it also leaves room to celebrate what someone else did, because I think that's one of the biggest, I'm going to get a little philosophical here, but I think one of the biggest um, places that wedding judgment comes from is it's, it's like an attack on what we did, right? So let's say, you know, I got married last year and I wore white and someone else is getting married this year and they're wearing red. And I judge that because I wore white and I, you know, I, my brain sort of says like, Hey, you gotta, you know, protect yourself, protect your feelings. What you did was right. You know, you did it perfectly. People should do it like you. And you know, that's obviously not what you actually say, but that's kind of where your brain goes, right? Like you want to protect your own feelings, especially when it is something maybe a little bit more controversial and you want to kind of get more people on your side. And it's hard to see someone doing something differently. Um, I don't know if I'm explaining this right. I might just be going off on a tangent. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that if someone is judging your choice, it might be because they think that you are judging their choice. So <laughs> let me say that again. So if someone is judging your choice, it might be because they feel that you're judging their choice. So in that white dress, red dress situation, let's say I wore a white dress to my wedding last year. A good friend of mine is getting married this year and she's wearing red and she does this big post about, oh, I'm so excited to wear red. It's my favorite power couple. I'm non-traditional. I'm independent. I got it at such a great deal. And I'm reading this and, you know, that lizard part of your brain that tries to protect you is saying, she's saying all these things because she hated your white dress. She thinks you're traditional. She thinks you're boring. She thinks you're not independent. She thinks you don't want to shop on a budget. And your brain kind of goes into that protective mode where it's like, no, 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 I made the right choice. And then you start, you know, kind of judging that other choice, right? You start saying like, oh, she's wearing red because she just wants attention. And um, oh, she's shopping on a budget because she can't afford white, blah, blah, blah. And it just 
gets into a really ugly place. And I, I think I'm going down a little bit of a, a loophole here or a black hole um, on, on judgment and where that comes from. But I really do think that is where a lot of judgment comes from. It's, it's that sense that you have to defend your own decisions and that somebody else's choice, even if, even if that person picked a red dress and didn't even think about me once as, as most of us do when we pick our dresses, we don't really think about other people in our lives. Um, you just, you feel that personal attack. So I think what's so great about the safe line where you say, you know, it's awesome that you did that and we're so happy with what we're doing is that you're kind of validating that person's choice, right? You're saying like, oh, it's so awesome that you wore white last year. You're like your dress was gorgeous. I loved it. And I'm wearing red and I'm so happy about it. Like that's it, right? <laughs> you're firm in your choices and you're both, you know, happy for yourself and happy for the other person. So my next point on this uh, stopping the winning judgment is just to be really um, careful about how you're sharing, when you're sharing, where you're sharing. And this I'm going to call specific sharing. So if you're trying to limit the amount of judgment that you're getting and not, you know, open yourself up to a, a ton of judgment, which I think most of us, most of us don't want excess judgment, you just have to be a little bit careful and more specific with your sharing. So the first point on this is to be careful where you share things. So Let's find a new example because I think the dress one is getting kind of old. <laughs> so let's say you've decided to do a food truck wedding instead of like a plated service or a buffet. So if that's like a super controversial thing, like if everyone in your family has done, you know, plated services or buffets, all of your friends, you know, you've never been to a food truck wedding. It's really not a thing in your area. You probably don't want to like announce that at Thanksgiving dinner or, um, you know, you don't want to make it like your Facebook status or something like that. Uh, you just want to be careful like where you're sharing that information. So you're not opening yourself up for judgment. You don't, um, you don't really need all those people's opinions, right? Like at the end of the day, you're, you're going to have this really cool food truck experience. You're going to feed them. It's going to be fun and people are going to love it. But you don't really need to broadcast that information if you know, it's going to be something a little bit controversial. So in that case, that might be something where, you know, okay, you let your parents know and they can kind of spread the word amongst the older um, members of the family just to give them a little heads up in case they're kind of confused. They don't know how the food truck thing works. Or maybe you share it, you know, just with your wedding party, kind of get their opinions. Maybe you share it with any of your guests who have dietary restrictions um, just so they're comfortable and they know that they have still have something to eat at the food truck, but just different forums, right? Like you, you know where to share that kind of information. Information. The other thing you want to be careful about is how you share it. And again, this is sort of speaking to my previous example with the red dress and the white dress, you want to share it in a way that's not inviting judgment and that's not judging other people's choices. So if you were going to make, for some reason, make a Facebook status, letting people know that you're going to have food trucks at your wedding, it would be one thing to say like, hey, like we just booked a taco food truck for our wedding. So pumped, like taco emoji, taco emoji. It would be a totally different thing to say like, after 10 years of eating at horrible buffets and disgusting plated dinners, we're finally going to have the wedding food we actually want tacos like obviously that's a pretty extreme example but you get what I'm saying people are gonna be um sensitive right especially if anyone got married you know in the last couple years and you attended their wedding they're gonna think you're talking right to them so again I wouldn't share this on a Facebook status at all but if you really felt the need to doing it in a way that doesn't judge other people's choices and that doesn't really invite judgment 
Another thing you want to be careful about when you're doing this sort of specific sharing is asking for specific opinions from specific people. So a great way to, you know, kind of avoid excess judgment is to only ask for opinions when you need them and only from certain people. So instead of posting on Facebook, hey, we're doing food drugs, what do you think? Like, and you're going to get, you know, all of these different opinions. You're going to get your, you know, great aunt who barely knows how to use Facebook saying like, what's a food drug? Um, you're gonna have all these other, you know, all your young trendy friends being like, oh, make sure you get this one that's like, you know, not even in your area and double your budget. You're gonna get all these opinions. Instead, you would ask only specific people. So let's say you're gonna ask, you know, just your wedding party or just those few people who have the dietary restrictions or just your, just your fiance, just your parents, whoever it is, specific people. You're going to ask only when you need their opinion. So there's really no point in asking for opinions if you've already booked uh, your, you know, your food truck or whoever it is, or if you're like a year away from booking because you, you don't need people's opinions that early. So make sure it's a specific time. And then you're going to ask for their specific opinion on the issue. You're not going to say, hey, what do you guys think we should serve for dinner at our wedding? You're going to say, hey, we've talked about food trucks. We're deciding between a taco truck and a pizza truck. What do you think? pizza or tacos. So you make it very simple. <laughs> so again, you're going to go to specific people, the people whose opinions you actually need. You're going to go at a specific time, and then you're going to give them a specific choice, X or Y. You're not going to leave it open-ended. And of course, this isn't for any everything. You know, if it's something where you really don't have an opinion and you don't care, or you don't, you know, you don't know anything about um, flowers and you know your your cousin who you grew up with is a, is a florist you can definitely go to her or him and just say or them sorry you can go to your cousin and just say hey I know nothing about flowers we need flowers for the wedding what do you think open-ended but this is in situations where you actually want those people's opinion about one specific thing and you don't want to derail it and make it a whole thing about oh why are you doing food drugs food trucks suck do buffets let's get you know five other uncles opinions you really want to sort of keep people um, targeted and on track. And I know that sounds a little bit silly and, you know, kind of how you would simplify it for like a child or something like that. But I, I find in these <laughs> wedding planning situations, it's actually really helpful to have people um, on track and with these targeted decisions. And I also think that would make the person you're asking, they would feel sort of like honored, right? Like, oh, they're, they're coming to me for my opinion. That's really cool. Um, and it helps them sort of see the concrete idea rather than saying like, hey, what food should we serve? And they're sitting there going, I don't know. What do you want to eat? What's your budget? Uh, what sort of style? When, you know, when are you serving food? Who's going to be there? Like they'll have all these questions. Whereas if you just say, hey, we're going to do food trucks. It's going to be super cool. Everyone's going to be, you know, standing. What do you think? Tacos or pizza? Then the person can, they can envision your wedding. They know exactly what you're asking and they can give you really specific advice. Okay. So how do you stick to your gun? So let's say you've, you know, you shared that safe line, the awesome you did that. We're so happy with what we're doing. You have been really specific. You shared in the right place. You shared with the right people. You asked them the specific question. Uh, but how do you actually stick to your guns? Like if you're still getting that judgment and pushback and someone's still trying to like put their opinion on you and try to get you to cave. So the first thing you want to do is just take a step back. So whatever the medium, you know, if it's online, just X out of that app for a sec, 
close your laptop, take, take a walk, take a breath, take a break. Even if it's a real life situation, you know, if you're having a conversation at a family dinner, you can just excuse yourself for a moment, whatever it is. Cause the last thing you want to do is sort of make a decision in the heat of the moment, especially if you are feeling a lot of judgment or a lot of, you know, criticism, whatever it is, you could either lash out in anger or have a really emotional response, or you could find yourself, you know, caving and saying like, oh, okay, you're right. Yeah. Food trucks are dumb. Fine, fine, fine. We'll do plated. We'll do plated. And that's not what you agreed to with your fiance. Right. So you really do want to take that break. Um, and in that break, give yourself a chance to sort of process your emotions, however you're feeling about the moment, if you got kind of heated or upset or whatever it is. Um, and then also go back to why you made that decision in the first place. So sticking with our food truck example, you know, you could go back to your fiance and say, hey, a few people today were, um, you know, talking about the food trucks and they didn't like them. Let's, you know, let's go over it again. Why did we decide on food trucks? And it could be, oh, we had our first date at a food truck place and, you know, all right we got engaged in front of this food truck or something like that. Maybe it's super meaningful. It doesn't even have to be meaningful, right? It could just be like, hey, we picked food trucks because we like food trucks. Um, but it can really help to go back to your partner and sort of reaffirm that decision and get your confidence back. And remember that you don't actually need that outside validation, right? Like <laughs> as long as you are not making those people at your wedding really, really uncomfortable or hurt or offended or anything like that, then, then go on, you know, carry on with your decision. It is okay. Remember to stick to that really specific sharing. I think that'll really limit the amount of judgment um, you get. And then also just kind of accept the fact that, hey, there is going to be some wedding judgment, even if it's not from friends and family, you know, people online or strangers or whatever it is, someone out there, someone out there is judging your wedding, I promise you, <laughs> um, which which sucks, but it's kind of just... Um, kind of life, right? Like, especially 21st century, these modern lives we live posting things online, somebody is judging you. Um, and somebody has an opinion, lots, lots of somebody's have opinions, because this really is the, you know, probably the biggest event you're going to throw if you're kind of doing a more traditional big wedding, it involves lots of family, lots of money, and things can get tense when you have a lot of different family opinions, you know, you've got people, blood relations soon to be marriage relations, you've got tens of thousands of dollars. This is probably like the most family members and the most money all under one roof. Um, so that that obviously leads to a lot of tension, especially when people are on different pages. So just sort of go into wedding planning, knowing that, you know, there's, <laughs> there's probably a good chance that it's going to get tense and that people are going to have differing opinions, and there's going to be some judgment. And, you know, on one hand, this is sort of good because it's it's lessons for the future, right? Because from here on out, those people, they're all your family now. And, you know, your money is going to be all intertwined, right? You and your future spouse, if you haven't already combined finances, you'll probably have some finances combined once you're married. Um, and you're going to have your families combined a little bit once you're married. So there's really... The wedding's kind of like step one of putting together family and money. And then it's just a lot more family and money there on out. Hopefully not as many family members and as much money, but <laughs> you get what I mean. It's super helpful, you know, lesson for the future to kind of say, hey, I've learned how to get along with my mother-in-law when we disagree. Or I've learned how to, um, you know, uh, come to a 
money, uh, a number that my fiance and I are both comfortable with when it comes to spending or something like that. So it's, you know, lessons for your future. But then on the other hand, it's still just one day, right? Your wedding is one day. So if you find yourself getting really tense and, you know, dealing with all these opinions and all this judgment about something like the centerpieces, it's like, okay, who cares? <laughs> That's really not going to matter down the line. Um, think back to the last wedding you went to, you probably don't remember what the centerpieces were um, or, you know, the wedding before that, the wedding before that. I could not tell you what the centerpieces were for any wedding I've been to in the last five years. And there's a good chance it's the same thing for yours. You know, people love you, people care about you, but they don't care about your wedding as much as you think and they will not remember it. So if it's getting to a point where, you know, things are getting out of hand, you're feeling all of this tension, there's so many different opinions about something that really doesn't matter, then it might be time just to kind of throw your hands up and say, okay, you know what? mother-in-law, run with it. Go ahead, pick the centerpieces. Don't care. Or, you know, in the other direction, okay, you know what? This is just one small thing. I've decided it's this. We're moving on. Or we're getting rid of centerpieces altogether. Totally fine. You can definitely do that. <sighs> Lastly, I will say, you know, I just talked a lot about tension and stuff like that, but I think it is important to remember that for the most part, all of this uh, wedding judgment or, you know, what we see as wedding judgment comes from a good place, right? Hopefully, hopefully the people who are, um, you know, giving you their opinions and, and sort of making judgments, they're doing it because they love you, because they're your friends and family, and they're thinking, you know, like, okay, they're judging your choice to have food trucks, but it's only because they want your wedding to be, you know, really awesome, and they want to make sure that all of the elderly family members aren't confused, and that everyone gets um, gets to eat, and it could be a thing where, you know, instead of just putting up your defenses right away, maybe they have a point, right? Like, maybe somebody says, oh, hey, I, I wouldn't do food trucks. Um, you know, a girlfriend of mine did that for her wedding, and we ended up standing in line for 90 minutes to get um, food because there was just one food truck for 200 guests. And that could be something where you go, oh, wow, we didn't even think about that. Like, how, how's that going to work? And that's something, you know, you go back to your fiance and say, hey, a friend of mine mentioned this. Let's look into it. What's the solution? Of course, at the end of the day, it is still up to you. And it's most important that you and your fiance are happy and confident in your decisions. But hopefully the people who are, you know, giving you their opinions or judging or whatever, they are... Um, coming from a good place, and they are those people who love you. And I think that's really important. You know, when you hear that judgment, it's kind of, okay, who is that coming from? Is it for some from someone who has my best interest at heart and who wants this wedding to be amazing and wants me to be happy, wants my fiance to be happy? If it's a situation where it's, you know, coming from someone, okay, this is a stranger on the internet who doesn't know me, you know, we just happen to be in the same Facebook group and they're judging my wedding, then who cares, right? Let that roll off your shoulders. You never, will probably never see that person in real life. They're not coming to the wedding. They're not a part of your life. So who cares? Um, you may just need to leave that bridal group or wedding group, whatever it is for a little bit, or just ignore that person. Um, if it's a person who is in your real life and they really are coming at you with a lot of judgment, a lot of opinions, and you're not getting that feeling that it's from a good place, then that might be a time to kind of reevaluate that relationship. And again, I personally don't think, um, you know, weddings are worth losing friendships over, losing family members over. And by that, I mean, so I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here, but I see so many posts in these wedding groups on Facebook of people saying like, oh, I made this girl my maid of honor and she didn't even throw me a bachelorette party. Like she didn't even text me 
Um, you know, she didn't text me back within 24 hours when I asked when she was going to buy her dress. So I'm thinking of demoting her. Like, why? Why do we need that unnecessary drama? Why are you trying to, you know, hurt your friendship, lose a friend, especially in these situations where it's like, oh, we've been friends for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. We've been friends since birth, if it's, you know, a sibling or something like that. Um, and just little things that's, you know, happen in a wedding where it's, you know, it's about money or it's about outfits or travel or whatever it is that, that come up and you're like, really, do we need to lose a friendship over that? Probably not. Right. So same thing here. If you are getting sort of some bad vibes or whatever, and you're feeling a lot of judgment from someone who, you know, really should be coming from a better place and loving you, it might just be a conversation you need to have. It might just be, you know, a situation where you, you can't have that person's opinion, <laughs> um, you know, as part of the wedding, but I urge you to, to not just throw the relationship away unless it is a situation where, you know, you are sort of discovering a part of that person that that you're not comfortable with moving forward. And I can't really speak to specifics because this will vary so much from decision to decision, but definitely um, sort of going back to my last point, you want to take that step back, take a break, take a breath. Don't make any rash decisions. Don't cut someone out of your wedding or, you know, refuse to speak to them and say, you know, we're not friends anymore over something like this, some sort of wedding judgment. Just really take that step back. Um, try to, you know, see it from their point of view, see if there's something to salvage there, talk to your, to your fiance, to your family, whoever, get some other points. And, and hopefully it's something that can be resolved and doesn't result in losing a friendship. And it's just a little bit of wedding judgment uh, that we can all get over. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a reading and review, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, and tell a friend about the podcast. And remember, you can have a great meal without a centerpiece on the table. <laughs>